Hi, I'm Shannon Hammer, uh, president of Bark & Co., uh, which is a custom home and extended living spaces uh, builder. I'm here to talk to you today a little bit about uh, tiny homes, suites, uh, what they're used for, building codes and engineering, uh, the manufacturing process, and uh, the models that we have to choose from. So I'd like to start uh, first with the, the most common question I get is, uh, what is the difference between a tiny home and a suite? Uh, so as far as the a lot of the local governments and building departments, um, how they distinguish between the two. So tiny home, uh, they both could be tiny in comparison to most of the North American designs that we have. Uh, you know, that may range from 1800 to who knows how big, 5,000, 10,000 square feet. Uh, tiny homes, as you uh, would imagine, range anywhere from uh, 200 or sorry, about 100 to 400 square feet typically. Um, but the big difference from the building departments is a tiny home is generally one that is um, it's on a trailer. Uh, it doesn't have to meet the same building codes as something that's fastened to the ground. Uh, so generally speaking, what you see is uh, a trailer, uh, an RV trailer, which are fantastic and have come a long way, but they may have more amenities. They may have custom features. Uh, they generally cost, you know, two to three times more uh, because they are using, you know, better products uh, to, to finish uh, ideally in the, in the, in the space itself. Um, when we get into suites, a suite uh, may have the same square footage, say that 150 to 450 square feet. Um, but the big difference is, is they are um, fastened typically on a foundation that is um, not fixed. Um, so most builders are putting them on helicals. So what a helical is, is it's basically like a screw that goes into the ground and um, you can set your uh, your pro your building on top of it uh, provides all the same structure that you know you can get uh, from a concrete foundation. There's so many places in the world that use these, but the great thing about helicals is they can be unscrewed. So when you're done, um, you want to move it, you want to sell it, you want to uh, just you know get rid of it. Uh, all you have to do is remove the the building itself and unscrew the helicals, and um, you know you can move on to. Uh, using the property in different ways. Um, the other big things is for suites, uh, they are going to be the next level up. Um, so if we think of an RV as kind of the most basic where your walls may be an inch and a half thick, may have zero insulation or just some tinfoil insulation just to keep you know, relative comfort uh, as you're camping or spending a short period of time in, in some of these locations. Uh, the tiny home is going to be your, your mid-level uh, uh, build where, you know, the walls may be two inches thick, um, use slightly better windows, slightly more insulation, have better plumbing, uh, more features, where the suites, uh, the, at least the suites that we build, are going to be to building code where your walls... Um, and your roof are going to meet and exceed your R values. They're going to um, be engineered to um, handle snow loads, which is super important for you know many areas, uh, whether it's the northern U.S. or Ontario it's, itself. Um, and they will have fully functioning 
uh, washrooms where even with the tiny homes, they might be compostable uh, or have a different system in there altogether. So if you if kind of think about it, basically the suite is an actual real home that is tiny um, and uh, has basically meets all the building codes um, where all, as the RV and the tiny home do not. Um, so just getting into how these things are used for, and as I'm sure you're, you know, being tied into the real estate market, there's a lot of conversation about how are we going to build a number of homes? How do we create affordable homes and how do people that maybe with, you know, have variable rate mortgages coming up, how do they continue to stay in their home? Um, so for us, this is where we see the big opportunity for the suite. Um, we see these being used in three primary areas. One is the extended living spaces. So this is where I, as a homeowner, may you know have property, have a cottage, have a house with a yard, and I need an office, or I need to you know have a guest house, or whatever. Um, I can use the space how I want. Um, and I've maybe got really unique features. Maybe I'm yoga, you know, have a yoga studio and uh, I'm an RMT, want to do massage therapy, could be a, a lawyer. Um, we have so many different clients uh, using these things for their very personal and specific use. Um, so that's what we refer to as extended living. The second one is the what we call generational uh, extended living. So this, it comes in two forms. The one that's most typical for a lot of people is the in-law suites where, um, you know, is really common where you finish your basement or you finish, you know, maybe you do build a, a separate building on your property and you have your parents, um, or in-laws move in and, uh, it is the typical in-law suite. So it's suitable for them to have their own space, uh, have all the amenities that they want and, uh, be in close proximity. So that's, you know, that, um, not only from, uh, being able to take care of people, uh, but just make sure that, um, you know, they're close by and that they have affordable living and they can continue to have a great retirement. Um, you know, some of these people could be living in these uh, suites for, you know, three to six months of the year and decide to go travel, do whatever. But they, so it's low maintenance for them. It's hassle free. And uh, they have a lot of freedom. So we have a lot of clients in that area. And then the newer one that really seems to be taking off is the uh, Gen Z, the millennials, where, you know, they're trying to save up money. They don't want to live in their parents' house uh, in the same way um, because they may be, you know, you may be living with your parents uh, to get a down payment for a considerable uh, amount of time compared to 20, 30 years ago. Um, so this is where they have their own space and, um, you know, it's away from mom and dad to some degree, but it has like, again, all, all those amenities and, uh, it's essentially their own kind of cool little pad that they can hang out and live and, uh, still be close to mom and dad and, uh, save a lot of money. Uh, the, the last big area, and this is really where we see some of the biggest opportunity, is the income um, generating uh, purpose. So this is where um, you may decide, you know, some people, they, they finish their basement, put in a legal apartment in their basement. And for some people, it's just not 
feasible or they just don't want someone in the actual building or maybe they have dogs and kids where it's just too noisy but uh, they're looking to generate an income off of realistically it's a, a nominal amount of money and investment to to drop in um, you know something really small f- such as like our uh, sweet hoss uh, so it's our smallest unit where you could literally drop one of these things in and start generating income the next day and um, it is something that a lot of people are interested in um, and from some of the conversations we're having with people it's really really interesting because um you know they're like well you know what if we could get through the next five years you know i'll be making more money in my career we'll have this happen that happen and um but right now i just want to have the security of gaining extra income uh so what the benefit of this suite is is um a Again, we crane this thing into your backyard or depending on the site, we may have to assemble on site if we don't, you know, if we just can't get a crane to work. Uh, There's two different options. But when you're finished with it, we just take it apart or we crane it out and you can sell it um, to the next homeowner. And if you want to put in a pool or, you know, uh, reuse your uh, space, you do not have anything permanent that um, would be... Um, really tough to reverse. So this is a really cool option for a lot of people just starting out. Or again, uh, we'll say there's like part B to this income generating um, opportunity. And the the big piece there is, you know, we we all know what the the Scott, the the work that Scott McGilvery is doing with uh, teaching people how to rent, you know, between their basements or generate uh, income off their uh, secondary property or cottage and some people just don't want people in their cottages uh, or they want to maximize the nightly rate uh, so you know your cottage may sleep you know you could have a two bedroom you could have a six bedroom but if you now all of a sudden have a whole other suite that can sleep anywhere from one to six people uh, your nightly rate is going to go up significantly and you're going to generate a lot more um, the other piece that, you know, we have someone up in Muskoka, they have a beautiful cottage, a lot of property, and they're just going to be dropping in uh, a couple suites uh, off to the side and be able to, you know, pay for all their family vacations just based off of the income uh, generated off that. And they have nobody in their cottage. Uh, they don't have to worry about, you know, people breaking this and that. And um, it's really, really interesting to see how people are using these things. Uh, so the the big thing about Bark & Co., about the designs we have, is the amount of work that we put into architectural design, partnering with uh, a variety of people uh, across the world. Actually, our furthest partner is uh, down in New Zealand. They've been specializing in, we'll say, the more tiny homes. Specifically, over the last decade, uh, they're up to speed on a lot of the technology, a lot of the trends. And uh, we've complemented that with uh, some of the North American partners that we have uh, that are going to be leading our team uh phenomenal designs um that they've worked with but the the big thing is they're able to ensure that our product is going to last and it's going to meet or exceed building codes in every circumstance uh the products are all built in uh, ontario right now we do have a model that allows us to scale significantly uh basically 
every you know major city in uh, North America will have the uh, it's one of the secret pieces to our go to market strategies the way we're manufacturing and uh, we can scale quite easily leveraging a, a massive network of um, improved installers across North America and um, you know we're really proud of the products we've you know, got coming to market. Uh, we are launching with two products right now. Uh, we will, by the end of the year, by midsummer, we should have eight models. Uh, so they will range from, you know, we'll say basically, uh, if you want to equate it to like a condo, it could be a studio condo. Um, it's which has a full bathroom, full uh, kitchen. Uh, living room and a loft so that is our our smallest unit uh, the most affordable for a lot of people and uh, it will scale up from there where we will have um, you know mix and match system uh, being the largest one where you know you can make a u-shape you can make an l-shape um, uh, building based on you know the needs of what you're trying to um do with the land you've got and how you want to use it uh, because I think for me anyways uh, what I've learned uh, so far is it's kind of like buying a boat if anybody has a boat out there where you could always get a bigger boat and you know there's a, a threshold where it maybe gets too big and too expensive to run but um, you can think you're going to live in a certain size space and you know for short-term stays that could be totally doable but at a certain point when you actually really want to live comfortably what we're finding is people want to spend a little bit more they want to go to a little bit bigger um you, you know they it takes a little bit of adjustment especially if you come from big size or big bigger properties where um you have to go with a more of a minimalistic approach um you know it's going to be more about the things that you need um but we will have options uh, down the road for people that want to have you know robust amazing uh builds or you know, even extend if they can only afford one piece right now and they want to add in a year or two, uh, these things are going to be designed so that they can essentially clip together and um, allow people to grow. And then, you know, at a certain point, maybe they, you know, they pull it all down and they sell it and they put up a, you know, their dream house in, the, in that, uh, on that lot or, um, use it in a different way that they want so this is um we really feel this is kind of creating a, a void or filling a void for a niche market that is it's out there we're not competing against um the big builders we're we're not into townhomes this is specifically to help with um you know essentially generating income using the space effectively, allowing people to live great and full lives without, um, you know, essentially putting themselves at, uh, or overextending themselves in, um, with huge mortgages and tax bills and all the rest of that stuff. So, um, hopefully this was a, an informative little podcast here and, uh, we will be updating you with, uh, more content, uh, coming forward to give you more specific details and answer some of those, uh, nagging questions that exist out there. And, um, you know, the Ontario government specifically is doing a lot to clear the way for these types of buildings to come to market. And um, we are the company that uh, is, is going to be there to capitalize on uh, this, you know, unique opportunity. So really thanks you for your time and uh, look forward to speaking with you at some point. 
Thanks so much. Take care. Bye-bye.